Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Triangle Anime Manga and Review Pod... Anime Manga and Review Podcast. Triangle Anime Manga and... No, tri- tri- Triangle Anime and Manga Review. Yeah. Do we get a redo? Do Tamar. I get... Tamar. Tamar. That's how I always remember it. Triangle Anime and Manga Review Podcast. There you go. That's... Tamar. <laughs> It's a Monday, man. Do I get a mulligan? No. No, no. It's a Monday. I just just have to live with it? Yep, you have to live with it. This is how we introduce ourselves now, and uh, we can't speak. Yeah, no. I should have done my tongue exercises first instead of studying up on all this anime. What was I thinking? God. I know, right? Priorities. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, spring is here. That's great. We're... The smartest people in the room because we won trivia that one time. Yes, at that we one did. place. Yes, we're still reigning champs. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if Wednesday goes back. Uh, you know, we can repeat back to back. I don't know if they got another riddles section. I'm I'm great at riddles. That's fine. We were pretty solid yeah. at riddles. Yeah, and I I don't think I've ever heard any of those. You want? You know, like some of them like happen. Like you just hear them over time. And yeah, you're like, yeah, I've heard that one. I have not heard any of those except maybe the the three the one about um half her age her husband. Yeah, that like that one. But those four. are those are pretty standard across the board. Have you heard? Uh, I tell you one that you have, probably have heard. Yeah. What's that? Man goes into town on Sunday, spends three nights in a hotel, then leaves on Sunday. How is that possible? He slept on the street or at home the other few days. He didn't. I mean, he uh, still spent three days in a hotel and not. Does it help if you know the man's a cowboy? He slept on his horse? The horse's name is Sunday. So he came into town on Sunday, and he left on Sunday. Ah, oh, goddamn. <laughs> but yeah, pretty good guess. No, uh, that's, 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 you got me there. You got me All there. right, but anyway, yeah. But, but back to uh, spring. Uh, yeah, so uh, new new stuff, new season, uh, real season too. Um, things are, uh, I, I love I love spring because winter's over, uh, the, the, the worst season in my life. Uh, right. Just because I hate being inside, it's nice to finally get some warm weather, get to do stuff, watch some sports. And we celebrate spring by going inside and watching a bunch of hockey on the cold ice rink. Yeah. Hey man, I, yeah, you're right, I do watch hockey. We I am spending a lot of time watching anime and sports right now. It is a pretty high level in sports right now because we have a couple playoffs. We have NBA playoffs, we have NHL playoffs. And I think it's just that. Baseball's back, obviously, because spring. I, I, it's interesting, because I don't usually give a shit about NBA playoffs, but this one actually seems like there's a lot of upsets right now. It's been a lot of back and forth, you're right. So, I'm kind of curious to see how it plays out, but normally the NBA is just like the top team, and then the other top team, and then they played each other. That's true. I don't think there's one like undisputed top team right now. Yeah. So, because anybody could come out of the West at this point, and then the East is like the Bucks lost for whatever reason. So that that's was true. That was a strange choice. So now it's Celtics <laughs> and the Hawks. Cel- Celtics and not the, the Sixers. The Sixers, yeah. Yeah, no, not the Hawks for fucking sure. For, yeah. <laughs> oh, tell tell Trey Young to suck a dick. And then yeah, baseball. The Braves are baseball's back. Yeah, baseball. Braves are doing good. Yeah, Tampa Bay won I think like 15 games in a row to start the season. Oh shoot, ridiculous! They, yeah, they were never going to lose again. So anyway, um, nice. But yeah, so yeah, life is good on that front. Um, and then yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of on a horror movie kick as far as like learning about horror movies. I'm trying to study up on that one. I I just like. You ever look at some of these horror movies and you're just like, this is a fucking ridiculous premise and I don't go how any of these things happen? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, like, horror movies aren't based on 
rational thing. I mean, who, who's to say I would act differently in the middle of you know a scary situation and being either chased down by some kind of monster or unexplicable yeah. phenomena? Right. Well, I was watching like an, a video about Alien the movie, and they yeah. kept pointing out like. Ridley's the last person left, you know, spoilers for a fucking 50, 40-year-old yeah, movie. Uh, but anyway, Ridley's like the last person alive on a sh- on the ship, and she's like running for her life, and then she's like, oh, wait, I gotta go back for the cat. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're, the you're, yeah. You just saw this thing, like, impregnate and destroy, like, all of your, like, friends. But the cat. Ripped. But you gotta save the cat. No. The cat. You don't know. The alien could have done something to the cat for all you fucking know. Personally, me, if it was the dog, I would take the dog. That's the other thing. But that's also how the alien dog came in to be. Yeah, see, it's, uh, that's the other thing they brought up is like cats are always evil in fucking movies. And it's true. They, he, he's probably the one that's siding with the alien. Uh, the alien, yeah. They keep showing the cat. He the impregnated alien. the alien. Mm, probably. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. See, the, it wasn't even the alien thing that latched onto his face. It was the fucking cat all along. That is true. Yeah. They, but, cat yeah, will, that sounds fun, though. So cats will fuck your face. That is the... I don't know. That's why I don't have cats, man. I have dogs. Yeah. I don't know. I just always feel like... Do you ever watch Event Horizon? No, uh, I have not. That was... It's got... It's got Lawrence Fishburne in there, but it's... Yeah. It's like the idea is just that it's a... Uh, they're going to the spaceship to do a recovery mission, mm-hmm. and the first thing they do is they put on a video. Uh, yeah. They pull up a video to see what happened to the ship, and obviously some terrible shit happens. And they cuts the Lord Fitzburn just staring at it, and he's like, "We're fucking leaving." <laughs> I'm like, "That's how all horror movies should be." It's yeah, that, that, I'm getting the fuck that's out. That's the here. rational. That's the <laughs> rational method. Which yeah, yeah, never quite works out. Anyway, there's no horror anime this season, unfortunately. There's not. Yeah. No, I mean, how often do we get um, horror anime, right? Yeah, it's a good question. We're not not too many, I don't know. So, I think right now we're just kind of playing along with what we got. Uh, and, uh, I mean, playing along, I feel like it, we've got plenty, right? Action, action anime. Yeah, I feel like we've got a, a decent amount of action. You're trying to get me on a Resident Evil 4 tangent now. Fuck. Anyway, all right. You brought yourself onto a Resident (laughs) Evil 4 tangent. I I fucking love that game. Anyway, that's another podcast, another time. That's true. All right. But we're here for anime, right? And manga. Uh, Yes. And we have plenty to talk about. Season, uh, the new season started. Uh, We're about three to five episodes through uh, some of them. Um, And I think we're... Damn, anime uh, not staying consistent for us. Fucking timeline. I know, right? Somebody wants to start early. I think, like, Heavenly Delusion has almost six episodes. And, like, I think Gundam just released its fourth. And then, like, one other thing barely has three. So it's just like, they're all over the place. It's fine. I think we have a lot to watch. I think, um, in general, I'm more excited for this season than I was last. Um, I honestly can't even remember last season. Um, I think the highlight was Trigun for me, and that's not saying much. Oh, Gundam, too. Uh, last season had some okay stuff, but yeah, I think for the most part it was kind of... It got overshadowed by the previous season. This one has also been surprising, but let's start with one of the carryovers. So, Gundam, we've been talking about it a fair bit. Yeah. Um, what, I guess I'll let you go ahead and kick into it. What are your thoughts on Gundam so far? Yeah, so Gundam is continuing, like you said, um, it, right where it left off. It, um, you know, season one was, I think, was great. I really enjoyed season one, and season two doesn't skip a beat. Um, it kind of just continues the overall um, just premise of them having, I guess, where everything just kind of hit the fan. Like, all the shit hit the fan. You know, we had these active terrorisms. We've had 
you know, sons killing fathers, parents, you know, brainwashing their children, and like pretty much like we always said, parents are kind of dicks in this in these uh, the universe, and it kind of continues because like half literally by episode two, like you find out that you know Celeste's uh, mom is just like like basically like I guess maybe somehow killed her original daughter i don't know like there's theories going around of what's going on i think, I think it's more like her daughter got killed and then she got maybe. embedded in but then the... instead of just letting her go she like embedded her into a gundam well i mean as if that's better i mean i don't know if that's emotionally stable for a parent or for a child but yeah i don't know like then you get into the whole is it like is it wrong to try and keep the person alive all that stuff so yeah. i don't fucking know but yeah, I mean, this one, this anime is getting into a lot of moral quandaries for me. Yeah. But it's also, this is, and this is something that I'm seeing with a lot of anime right now. There is so much going on at once. And it's like really hard for me to kind of keep track of what exactly the story is that we should be looking forward to. Is it like, because like you said, Selena's mom's got her thing going on. And then Minoran's got her own thing going on. And frankly, she's been kind of overshadowed. Yeah, she hasn't even been touched on. She hasn't her. really done anything. She's been kind of like uh, just in the background. And then the one, the blonde guy is trying to take over the world or some shit. And then uh, the evil earth terrorists who aren't clearly that evil are doing their thing. There's just a lot of shit going on right well, now. Well, I feel like that's how Gundam works, right? Like, because majority of the time there's always, like, these factions. Like, you have the Earth Earthians, you have the Spatians. And, like, it, it always happens that you have different type of military organizations. And they're always, like, trying to, like, one-up each other. Some of them, somebody's doing some kind of double-crossing. Like, it's very common, I think, in Gundam. And it does get a lot of, it does get very convoluted, right? Well, I agree that it happens a lot in Gundam. I guess my thought on that would be... It's better if you're already a Gundam fan and you go in expecting this. Because I think if you're a normal person and this is like your first Gundam, you're going to be like, well, nobody explained that shit or any of this stuff. It's well, just like, I mean, this is yeah. season two. I think season one gave you that nice little warm-up. I it's don't like, know, man. I think it, hit, it did hit the gas pretty quick. Like, as soon as season one ended, it's like, all right, we're getting into this whole, like, military slash convoluted backstabbing people taking over slash yeah. killing each other situation. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's been pretty fast and furious, much like the movies. It's uh, fast and furious. Family. Yeah. It's, it's all about family. Well, I mean, if you're Saletta's mom, it's all about brainwashing. So, you know. That Living works. a quarter mile at a time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't have a problem with it. I just think it's kind of a lot. And I do. I am starting to see the Japanization. Is that the right term? Of some of the characters kind of th- flying in. Where I'm like, I feel like a lot of these characters are being forced to act more emotionally because they're trying to squeeze their whole storyline in. I don't know if you remember this. The girl who did like the genetic whatevering, uh-huh. uh, like she created that guy who's a clone to pilot mm-hmm. the thing. She's just freaking the fuck out now that she's been called out on the fact that she's cloning, and it's like you've been doing this for like how long, and now you're gonna have a panic attack of like emotions and culture about it. But it's it's such a strange. It's they're trying to cram so much in so quickly, and they're like really overemphasizing the emotions, and I don't think that's hampering the story because the story's still kind of carrying it along. It's just like I think if you're a new guy, to, if you're a new person coming into Gundam, 
there's probably a lot to take in right yeah, now. I mean, I mean, aside, that. aside from the anime, the Gundam fights, which are still pretty awesome. Still pretty that. awesome, yeah. She did yeah. get a mobile suit upgrade. Um, I actually prefer the old style. I don't know if you've really caught on to that. I don't like the new new uh, look as much. Honestly, I couldn't tell much of a difference. Yeah. I think the new one has more blue on it. It's less streamlined. Yeah. And frankly, I was fine with the older model, and I think you liked it because it was kind of more... Uh, it had more yellow, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I guess... I, I, I think it was more simplistic, I guess, with, with all the drones and everything that it could fly around with. Well, so. it still has the drones, which I, I do like. No, no, no. The drones stay. It's just that the model itself, the Gundam itself, is like a heavier, kind of more heavy-duty model, I guess, by comparison. At least that's what it felt like. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, I'm enjoying... Yes, see, it's much bulkier on the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. they gave it a few more things. But I, I actually like the yellow. If you see, they used to have yellow on the original. Yeah. And they took all that out. It's now just all blue and white, which well, just looks like a generic Gundam. It looks like the Exia, honestly. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. It looks like the Double Zero, right? Yeah, the Double yeah, Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of that particular design. I I don't know. I'm like they also made the head look more like every other Gundam. I thought the headpiece looked different because it didn't have the four piece. It had just the two piece. Yeah. And now it has the four piece. That's actually a six piece because it used to only have the ears. Right. Oh no, it had a two piece. Okay. No, no, no. It's had a two piece. Yeah. They added two more little prongs, which yeah, I was I was excited. Uh, I mean, it did get a beam saber finally, so that was kind of cool. Well, it had Beam Saber before, right? Yeah. I don't remember Because it was fighting Ghoul with the Beam Saber. Maybe it was. In the second duel, yeah. Fair enough. Or Speaking of, that is one highlight of this season. The the Ghoul uh, little story arc, the mini arc that we're getting with Ghoul here. I actually like him as a character. He obviously had gone through some hardships in season one with you know killing his dad. Uh -huh. uh, and now season two, he's getting a lot more exposition. He's getting a lot more time on screen. And uh, that's actually my favorite part right now. That last episode was just like I, I was like a roller coaster and like a mini arc, and I really enjoyed it. Yes, absolutely, yes. I know it sounds like I'm being critical of this anime. I am a little bit because that's the point of I'm just anime. trying to be yeah more broad. But I do like I'm trying to give a objective review of this thing as if I wasn't like a guy who watches Gundam all the time. Yeah. But frankly, like. The main character is probably the most boring section of it, at least at this point. I think it's kind of one of those stories where you're like, something's going on here and I want to find out what. But the actual driving force right now is Ghoul with all of his... Ghoul? As I was, character, with all his character drama and dealing with the fact that like he just he killed his dad, his company's in shambles... He's kind of trying to come back and fix everything, but he, he was, also, yeah. But he also just saw all this traumatizing stuff on Earth, so it's kind of like, well, what's he going to do? He's the X Factor here, whereas I think Blonde Guy's kind of being the twirling mustache villain, and then we're not entirely sure what's going on with Saleta and her family. I mean, I think we've got a pretty good idea, but we're yeah, not... Yeah, but what, what does that mean? Yeah, Remember what exactly is that going to do? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And when is she going to learn? Well, everybody's acting like they know. I guess this comes back to kind of my point, where it's like, everybody's acting like they know what this thing does, and we're like, okay, but, but what is it? What is, what is it going to yeah, do? No, there's, it, yeah, like, and I, I will say, I feel like there's an other handful of animes that have this situation going on that there's so many movie parts I don't know where it's going sometimes I do enjoy that I think I enjoy it for this season um, but I understand what you're saying that just like so much going on so many moving parts you can't tell which parts going which way uh, but it could lead to some really cool stuff yeah I think it's it's a struggle because it's not just 
purely military based now it's also the capitalism and like the owning of the yeah. companies thrown in there because now you're like so which is more it's it's more real world which is great because if you want a real world drama that's great but it also makes it very much confusing because you're like okay which of these is more important like owning the military or owning the company or owning the school or doing whatever this weird Wi-Fi project that is going to connect the universe is, you know, That's another thing. it's like there's all kinds of stuff going on and you're just like, okay, but what's, what am I actually supposed to focus on? And it's That's kind true. of hard to tell. But I do like where it's going. I want to see how it finishes up. And the fights have been amazing. I'm really glad. I, I really like the fight on Earth. So that was a good one. Yeah, the the, the battles on Earth are pretty cool. But uh, yeah, no, I'm going to continue with it. Uh, I definitely think people should. Season 2, I, I don't think, has really gone downhill. It's just that it's 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 kind of you know getting a little bit more beefy um i think it's getting better it's starting to streamline it's just it's i think you even wrote in your notes it's like they introduced the character then they killed off the character like the next episode yeah, yeah it's, it's just a lot it's, it is a lot but yeah, yeah yeah still worth watching for sure but uh yeah that was gundam uh enjoying it uh let's move on to another continuing one uh how about ranking of kings oh yeah i think we are kind of of a shared opinion on this one so Obviously, Ranking of Kings, we both really loved the first season. One of our highlights of that entire season, despite... Honestly, a highlight how, of the year. Really. How, how great everything else was. Yeah, and I have kind of been disappointed with this one, but I kind of found out... I think originally I was expecting this to be a straight-up sequel to the first season. That is not the case. This is more of a, like, side stories of the characters. Yeah, it's literally short stories... Of, like, just everyone. Like, it's continuing, obviously, but it's not really continuing with a, a new story. It's just, like, every day. Literally slice of life. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. Like, I I, I was disappointed, too. Um, but when you look at it as, as his own thing, when you look at it as what it's supposed to be, I think it's fine. I think it's fun. I think it's cute. Um, I love the characters. I love the setting. Like, that one episode where they were, like, in this in the desert and then... Like, all of a sudden, this uh, sandstorm, like, blew away a bunch of sand, and they were, like, surrounded by these weird creatures, mm-hmm. and, like, they just kind of, like, interacted with them, kind of saved one, and then, like, had other interactions with them, and then the sand came back after another sandstorm, and they're like, oh, that was all just a mirage. I'm like, you know, this is such a weird episode, but it's cute. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's where it is, is it's, like... I think you just want to spend more time in the world with these characters because that's kind of the enjoyable part of the idea. I think it's a little disappointing that it's not a full-blown sequel because I kind of want to see where Boji's story is actually going to lead him and also kind of want to learn more about um, the background of Shadow. Uh, But I think it's... Kage? Kage, yeah. I just call him Shadow because that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. But anyway, I just I want to see where the background story of his character goes. I've, I, I, you know, I want to learn more about this world, but for now it's fun just kind of being there with these characters. And frankly, it's kind of like a nice wind down where it's like, I know I don't have to worry too much about where the story is building to because it's just like, that's bam, true. bam, yeah, bam, yeah. bam. You can watch it like episodically. But yeah, if you go into expecting a full-on sequel, you will be severely disappointed. So just take that into mind. Uh, but otherwise, fun. Um, I, I like it. It's just not necessarily what I was expecting. All right. Um, next up, so one that we were all hyped for, the whole world was hyped for, um, Demon Slayer Swordsmith Village Arc. So 
the the new anime of the year is out. Um, it's already been decided. So uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Crunchyroll is going to give it to him: best animation, best fight, best soundtrack, best anime. Uh, last year is the yeah. It's just going to be a repeat of last year. But I mean, we're not saying that it that it deserves it. Is it good? Yes. Let's see. Let's just go ahead and start saying that. We just we're just joking about. Yeah. The fact not that so good. fast, my friend. Play Elite Corso there. I'm I'm actually not as amused by this season, at least thus far. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's got time to build and it's got time to kind of develop. But I think a lot of the animation I've seen, especially in the first few episodes, especially in the first episode where they had all the demon doors and everything, it seemed kind of lacking for what I usually expect out of MAPPA. They were making a lot of use of background effects, whereas they would normally be doing you know, motion or cuts or different angles on the scene. There was a lot of this weird... I don't even know what the effect is called, where you see the streaky blue, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you described it perfectly. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what that's called, but it seemed like they were doing that as, like, an additional effect instead of just, you know, instead of doing something that would take more effort to, like, animate, they were do- putting that in place of it to kind of make nice it easier. Nice sleight of hand to distract Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like, this is a really important scene, and it's like, instead of actually doing something, you're just putting stuff on the screen and making it louder. Um, so I've been, I was kind of curious. Um, this is low-key one of my favorite arcs, because I think the villains are very creative. Uh, the designs are very creative in this one. It's not just like, this guy has a really, like, strong ice power or something. It's like, these guys have really weird fucking powers, and it's kind of interesting to see how the fights go with them. But so far, um, I think I've seen, not that I really have a problem with it, I think the animation has been kind of uh, just repeaty, and they've been kind of, they haven't had the same intensity or fluidity that they have had in the past, but I'm sure it's just going to build to that. I mean, the first two or three episodes were just set up anyway and now we're just starting to get into the yeah, fights. Yeah, I think, I think you can chalk it up a lot to that. Maybe it's just budgetary constraints to say, hey, we're going to save until we get to the good stuff, the good Sakuga stuff. Like, that's where we'll put it into, which I I feel like they will. I mean, I don't necessarily pay that much attention to the not-action scenes for this, you know, um, show because I know what I'm getting. I mean, it's a shonen at the end of the day. You know, the training montage, the meeting new character situation, like, I'm not, like... That's cool and all, but, you know, it's just, I know what's coming, like you said. I, I do like this arc. I don't really have an arc I don't really like. I feel like, you know, they're all, well, I do like them. Um, out, out of curiosity, have you watched episode four yet? No, that's the only one I haven't seen. I would just pay attention to that and let me know what your thoughts are, because I guess in that episode, my thought was they did a lot of the, like, again, as you called it, sleight of hand, where it's like, this is a really intense fight scene, but their way of emphasizing that is to kind of show these people standing intently without actually moving. So they just do a lot of sharp cuts to people talking, and it makes it feel intense because everything's so fast, but it's not actually, they're not actually moving all that much. It's kind of, it's interesting. But, again, no, I'll, take, I'll take note and I'll watch for sure. I am, I am nitpicking... I think it's still a good series. And well, I, I think that's good to nitpick. I mean, at this point, we there's a lot of 
with with this anime, there's a lot of expectations, right? We expect honestly the best from this because well, it's gotten the best so if, far. If we're gonna keep crowning it as the best anime of whatever, whatever, yeah. every single fucking time, then yeah, I think. And you know, and that's more to the animators and the studio itself because the story itself is great. I still think this arc is great, like you're saying. I like the villains. I like the new Hashiros that are in, that are involved in this. Um, right. I think a little bit better than the last one. I'm not a huge fan of the sound Hashiro. I don't think he was. I don't know. He was very. He's like, kind of a weird asshole. He's, he's kind of. I don't know. He's he's too all over the place. He's got three girls. He's really nice to all of them. So it's kind of like you know he's here and there. I don't think any of his like. Like fighting prowess was that impressive, um, mm-hmm. but he looked cool. I do. I did like his, his his you know his weapons, and I think that I think the villain honestly drove that whole arc more than the Hashira did. Um, yeah, honestly, more than anybody did. Well, and I think again, this is a series that we've been crowning it as like the greatest anime. It had the greatest anime movie. It was the greatest anime of the year. All that stuff. I also think that it's going to get into this tough period with the last. I assume it's this arc and the last arc. I think it's going to have a tough period because up until now there was a lot of build-up. There was a lot of building and some creativity. Once it gets past this arc, it's basically all fighting. Like, yeah, it's all, all the time. Fighting. So it, I, it, like, it devolves into, like, five fights happening at the same time. It's pure chaos. Yeah, And then so, it evolves into everyone fighting Mugen. And not Mugen. Uh, uh, yeah, the demon guy. The, oh, God, what is the his name? King, yeah, the king demon guy. What's his name? I don't remember. But uh, all of them fighting it, so it does just it, it's like a, a rail, it's like a railroad train just like keeps going yeah. and going and going, and a snowball comes down and it hits the railroad train and turns into a snowball train, and it's just like spam. It's, it's and, and you think as a shonen, it's like that's what I want. I just want fighting, and it's like that's true. But you also want to have those like discussions of what's going on. So it, it's it's going to be more of a challenge, I think, to get those stories. You want to breathe. Yeah, you want to have a breath, and it's yeah. going to be very difficult in those stories because very much once it gets rolling, it's just fight, 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 fight all the way to the end. So I'll be curious to see what they do, but I like uh, I like where it's headed, and I I do agree. I think you're probably right. It's probably just they're saving their animation for the good stuff at the end. Yeah, because what they what they what Every arc does is like, oh, this is just the first fight. And then it's like, oh, but I'm not dead. It's shown. No. We're gonna have three fights with the same dude. Alrighty. So you want me to talk, so you want me to talk about Mashla? Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, it's time to move on to some new some what? new Oh well, I guess uh, we didn't talk about uh Vinland saga. Did you happen to uh, want to talk about that? Uh we can discuss Vinland saga. Just real to continue fast. with the... I, I don't wanna like hit on it too much because I know I think you haven't been able to watch much of it. I stopped after the first after yeah. winter season, I just you know got a little bit backed up with other stuff. Yeah, so I watched a little bit of it, and I guess the short version is it's heating up again. It's, yes, I, mean, it I, guess I, I do know that. I think I watched like, one episode. And yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like you see all these things that are about to come to fruition. Like uh, I don't know if Ericsson actually got to see um, um, what's his name. Thorfinn yet, Thorfinn, but it's yeah. like, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. No, at the moment. It, it hasn't quite happened yet, but I like. I think we made the joke in the winter season. It's like the story of how Thorfinn gets his groove back. Well, he's got his groove back, so yeah. that's good. No, I, um, I did yeah. watch a few clips about him just finally getting to be Thorfinn again. Like, yeah, you know that episode where he like finally took his stance back of his mm. old stance of like the uh, when he was fighting Snake. I think his name is. Snake? Yeah, Snake. That's, yeah, that I was just I was like, fight. oh, it's so good to see him back, and like I think people are going to be excited for this because. Obviously, the anime has gone to a new place. It's not where it used to be, and I don't think it goes back to that. No, no, no. I don't no. think it does. But it doesn't mean that 
Thorfinn still can't have that badassery. Like he, he becomes a badass in different ways, but I don't think he forgets how to be that badass, right? No, and I mean I think that's kind of the charm is that this is not the story. I think we've talked about this before, but a saga like historically that's like the story of an entire man's life and it's like he has passed that phase in his life, he's grown up and now he's kinda knows better, but that doesn't stop him from using all the skills that he knows how to right. handle. So I like I like where it's going. And obviously, if you read the manga, you probably know more. It's, it's The drama's going to ramp up. I don't think it's going to get as intense as maybe some people are hoping. But it is. there's going to be a lot of more fighting. And there's going to be a lot more character drama in the next few episodes. So i definitely say this is still going to stay near the top of the list. Even though we got a bunch of more heavy, heavy hitters to discuss. We do, we do. And that kind of transitions into the heavy hitters, which are mostly new, right? I think a lot of... A lot of the stuff we're excited for, besides Demon Slayer and Vinland Saga, like these newcomers are the ones that are kind of hitting out of the park. Do you want to go ahead and get to those, or are we going over the junk, the rest uh, of the junk? Let's just start off with a couple minor things. Uh, I know that we, you wanted to cover two that you've been watching that I have not gotten to. Um, well, just, technically, I was about to talk about Mashlin. Currently, it's ranked higher on Crunchyroll's board. Than and maybe people can argue with you about this. Uh, I mean, I know you have some thoughts, because this was a manga that we read. Um, I think that you liked it, uh, the manga itself. I wasn't necessarily a huge fan. I, I'm... The comedy was kind of hit or miss with me. The animation, the animation, excuse me. The the art, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, and honestly, I was like the main character didn't really stick with me. I think people probably think it's funny, and that's probably why they like him because it's like a mix of, you know, One Punch Man and a silly shonen. Yeah. Um, so well, I don't know. What what are your thoughts on the adaptation? I, I think it helps a lot if you're a big Harry Potter fan because this whole series is basically a slap in the face to Harry Potter. Because like you said, it's like One Punch Man, but in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, it's just like I don't have magic, but I am just like really, really, so really strong. So I can yeah, basically it, do. It, it is funny situations yeah. like the oh I'm not flying, but I just kick so hard that I flew 300 feet in the air. Yeah, I forget what it's like. They made a magical maze, and of course he just punches through all the walls and he just walks through. Yeah, you know, like for me, just, like th that gag gets old, and I just don't really care for it after a while. And no, I, I, I know there's story progression, but I just if it doesn't get me off the bat with you know. Something I'm not interested. By the way, I think it was actually he threw it and then he ran and jumped on it. I, okay. I threw it. But anyway, right. for the broomstick. Anyway, but yeah, I think the point being, I think you're right. You got to keep in mind this thing has only gotten like four episodes out, and it's pretty popular. I think it's popular because it's very shonen-y. I mean, there's not really much else to say about it. And it's it's funny. It's I, I, I admit, action, like people, it's got comedy. Yeah, yeah, people like that aspect. It doesn't hit with me, but I, I guarantee you, people really like some of this comedy. They're like laughing their ass off. I do expect kind of like what you were saying is that as the season drags on, that uh, this is probably going to drop farther down the list, just because there's just not as much there with the story. You don't get the same kind of character building that you've got with Vinland Saga. You don't have kind of like the twists and turns that you're going to have. With, like, Dr. Stone or even some of the other, like, romantic dramas. I guess, like, the Insomniac one. I don't know if that's really romantic. But anyway. Yeah, so you've got you've got potential growth with a lot of those shows that you don't have with Mashless. Yeah. So I, if I had to guess, I would say it falls off. Also, and this is kind of, like, my bigger concern. I don't think that the art is doing justice to the show. Now, maybe comparatively to the manga it's doing justice. But I feel like... 
this one needs better like fights and action if it's going to continue. And frankly, it it doesn't look great. I, really, in my personal opinion, I don't think it looks. Well, that's great. like that's a one. But then again, I, but then again, we got three fucking Mappa shows out right now. So what true. do I know? Well, that's the one thing like comparing it to One Punch Man. Like that's the one pun- thing One Punch Man did that I really enjoyed, and uh, Mob Psycho as well. Like yeah, they were goofy. The animations look weird. Character designs look weird, but. When they wanted to turn it on, their animation was top tier. Like watching some of the fights, like they really put all it in, and like that dichotomy of like silly moments being half-ass drawn on purpose, and then huge epic moments being crystal clear slash super detailed. Like I think it was funny, and that's kind of part of the parody yeah. aspect that they are, right? And and who knows? I could be completely wrong. Maybe the Harry Potter fan base is going to carry this all the way across the line. I just think it's going to get old. Not necessarily to the point where it just becomes Bad. terrible. Or people aren't going to like I it. Just, I just think it's going to fall down the charts maybe. because we'll other stories are going to develop. Anyway. Hot take, maybe. Uh, yeah. Hot. But, uh, yeah. yeah Pull Stephen A. Smith. Oh, shit. No, leave Jesus. It's like, he needs to get off Twitter, get back on the game plan. Kawhi Leonard is the worst superstar of all time. Uh, yeah, sorry. What is it? Do I need to do a Skip Bayless? Ah, oh, God, I, no. Can no, I do done, a Skip Bayless? No, LeBron Jerry. I don't know. Anyway. anyway. All right, so my other one that's stupid and cheesy is my reincarnated as a princess character of the year of the season. Because we're going to have one of these each season oh, of course. now. So ends. the title is Why Raylena Ended Up at the Duke's Mansion. Another so, Duke in another mansion? Another Duke. Um, oh, God. So basically, this is... A roundabout story about a girl who gets pushed from our world who gets pushed off the top of the building. Damn, no truck coming. We, we don't know why. I'm still waiting on the answer on that one. But she just got, she didn't even see who did it. She got pushed off the top of the building. Gets reborn in a book that she read once as a character who gets assassinated. But because she read the book and she has all the background information, she knows how to get around she, it. She hooks up with the Duke. But the Duke is very paranoid because he's trying to, you know, play his political games. And she, so he's, she's got to hide how she knows all these things while also playing that, doing the romance thing, and also doing the political act around. So I guess I was kind of more impressed with this story because it's a lot of these stories are they're more on the action side or they're more on the romance side. This one seems purely political. It's how do I play this person against this person? And that fascinates me. Scheming. Now, that fascinates me in anime because most animes don't do it right. I'm not sure this anime is going to do it right either, but I do want to at least check it out and see. Also, I am worried because the intro has her with a gun, so I'm kind of like, okay. So if she gets a gun at some point, it's probably not going to be scheming for a very long time, but we'll see. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. So she's, she's got the best power of all. America. Anyway. America! Anyway. Watch out, kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, it's been fascinating. I wouldn't say it's been like setting the world on fire or anything. But it's it's a good story. And I like it. If you're into those kind of stories, there you go. If you're not, I mean, this is nothing new. I'm just throwing these things out there. Alright. Anyway, let's get on to the one that you, you like, Ozzy. Is this this also counted as... This is not counted as one of the top ones, or is it? I uh, no, I don't think it's even on anyone's map, really. And I just... It's funny, because, like, I... I don't know why I picked it to be up here. I just thought it was so weird and bizarre, and it is. Um, 
So I'm talking about Magical Destroyers. Uh, it's called technically it's called Magical Girl Magical Destroyers. Excuse me. Um, this is one that I did put down because it looked strange, like I said. Um, and I've watched a few episodes, and it is strange. It is really bizarre. Like I am just like it is over the top. It is kind of like. Akiva Maid Wars, ridiculous, but it's, more. It's significantly more ridiculous. Yeah, it's than just like Akiva there's Maid like, Wars. like it has like three ladies. Like one of them's just kind of like your edgy punk girl. One of them's like this weird S and M girl who like is a Way legit S and M. Yeah, like every now and then she'll just like playfully like just like like moan and like oh my god that's getting me off kind of situation. And then one girl who literally tra- just communicates by gobu gobu, right? Like just literally those two words gobu 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 the whole mm-hmm. time. Um, and they kind of parody on a couple of different animes, like the girls themselves parody on like Sailor Moon because they have these like crazy transformations where they like get new dresses and they get powers and they turn like different colors and it's cool looking. I will say that I, it reminds me a lot of like Trigger slash Gynex situation, uh, animations. Uh, so I think that's why I like some of it. I, I do. I, I, I like it. So it's, it's weird because it's like, I don't know if I would suggest it for everyone, but it's my silly kind of like doesn't make sense not trash but just anime like i don't see where they're going with it but i am enjoying it just for the laughs and for the ridiculousness i guess because it is it like the whole setting is just ridiculous it's set in a world where weebs and otakus are out on and out they didn't even really explain that these guys with screen faces just show up one day and it's like we're taking over yeah i mean i feel like it'll get there at some point but yeah, it's just like all of a sudden you're in this apocalyptic world where weeboos are outlawed and they're trying to get their, you know, waifus and cars back. And it, I, I like that aspect because it makes fun of weeboos in, in a weird way. Like, it plays on weeboos. It plays on, like, certain things like weeboo cars. Like, have you ever seen a car that's full yes, of, like, yes. like, girls on its car? Actually, like, yes. They, they Quite showed a that. few of them. Yeah. They played, they made fun of that in, like, the third episode. It's like, oh my god, we have a brigade of a weeboo cars and like they have like one guy who's like a racer and he's like i, I need my weeboo car i need my car with all my girls on it Jesus. and it's I'm, I'm like dying laughing but i'm like why am i watching this i i guess my there are so many weird references i almost feel like i don't even get them all it's kind of ridiculous to the point of insanity um i am vastly amused by the there's there's one or two people here um there's you're going to like this show because of how ridiculous it is, or the person who's going to be like, this show is too ridiculous, I can't take it. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I know I, the people um, who are like, this is stupid, I don't want to watch this, and that's fine, I, I agree, yeah. I think it is stupid, but I think it's ridiculous enough for me. I like how they play it up, and I kind of like that it's kind of like the John Connor situation, because you said the girls were the main character, but technically I think the leader guy is the main Otaku character. The hero is the main character because he's, he's like the strategist of right, everything. Yeah. But yeah. Like the girls are like the ones that you follow, and I think that's where the plot's going to lead. Yeah, and I mean, I like the idea of it, kind of like these weeaboos trying to fight to like get all their, you know, their culture, quote-unquote, back. And like... They have all these like legendary battles where it's like I remember when we retook uh, what, what was the what's the nerd culture yeah but they they the district of Tokyo where it was like all the nerds are from Akiba, oh okay yeah yeah or, uh, yeah maybe Akiba yeah yeah so they they're like I remember when we retook that but then they lost it again yeah and there's all kinds of weird you know. Like, there's a million different references. I thought when they first started the show, I wasn't sure if it was, like, a Deadpool reference where they were all in the fucking 
chartered plane about to jump out or whatever. Oh, maybe. I wasn't sure. But I feel like there's references to like a million different things. That's really what throws me is it's like... I feel like I'm getting winked at every half second in the show, and I'm just like, I don't get the joke. Uh, I think it's funny because it's inherently funny, but I don't get the joke half the time. Fair enough. So I, I like this, but it's a lot, man. It's like you thought Gundam was a lot. This is a lot to take in. Yeah, but I think it's a lot, and you don't have to know everything, and it's fine. Yeah. I like think... Gundam, where it's like all those pieces will come together, and if I miss something, I'm going to be annoyed because I'm like, have to look it back up or have to rewatch. I mean, I wouldn't put it on the same level of, like, Gurren Lagan or, like, no. uh, any of those other trigger ones. But, yeah, I mean, this is one of those where you can just bask in the pure insanity that's be unfolding before you. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I definitely think that this is going to appeal to some people. Personally, for me, it's like, it's like this is too much, man. <laughs> so, But, you know, I, if you like that kind of show, more power to you. you know? So... I just think this is one of those where it's like, I'm just not going to be able to keep up with it in the long term because it is, there is so much going on. Anyway. Speaking of weird and a lot going on, uh, let's move on to our next one, uh, uh, Heavenly Delusion. You want to give your thoughts on that one? I feel like that's one that I I really wanted to look at just because looking at the trailer and looking at the design, I really, I really was like excited for it. And uh, I don't know. What's your thoughts? So first off, Best intro of the season, by far. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know. Ocean, Ocean Oko is pretty good, too. Nah, I, I still stick with this one. But anyway, um, and maybe it's just my taste in music. No, I do like uh, this one. But anyway, so yeah, I keep recommending this to people, and they're like, oh, what's it about? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't to, know to, how to tell you that. Like, I don't know how to describe that. Um, so I've got a lot of theories. I'll be honest. This show reminds me, if you remember what Lost was like when it first came out, which is probably a reference that's too old for most of our listeners. Oh, come on. No way, if you If you remember what Lost was like when it first came out, it's kind of like that, where it's like, the story itself is interesting enough as it is, but really what keeps you coming back is there's all these weird mysteries going on. And you're just trying to figure out, well, what's the deal with those things? And what's the deal with that thing? Yeah, yeah. What, what the hell is happening there? And like, like, especially season one, it's, you know, the earlier seasons, you know, we'll, yeah. we're not going to talk about the last few seasons of uh, Lost, but like everything meant something, right? Like, like it was all parts of the puzzle that mm-hmm. they're not just going to leave, not like it's not going to be untouched. It might yeah. not be resolved by the end of it because Lost sucked at the end, but like it all meant something, right? Like you saw something in one episode, you're like, that means something. And this show does that. And this is, I think, the perfect blend of, like, craziness and different perspectives and different characters all played together in one episode at a time, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bothered by it. Like, I, I'm intrigued every time they switch. I'm not like, shit, give me more. I'm like, okay, cool, now more of this one. Like, I don't know, I'm really enjoying the pacing, I'm really enjoying the different perspectives, like I said, because you have your two main characters who are... Essentially, that's a, they're a survival situation where they're right. walking through this like post-apocalyptic, I think, like world. So, so uh, let's really quick. Let's roll it back. We'll try and get this from the start. We'll describe the show that is indescribable. So yeah, exactly. So there's two stories going in parallel. All right, we don't know that. We do not know that. That's a thing. Oh, we don't know if it's going in parallel. But okay. we're getting two stories. But there in are parallel. two stories. We are getting them in parallel. Okay, so there's two stories. Let's just stay with that. All right. First story. Go ahead. First story, two main characters are in a survival situation. They're trying to find this quote-unquote paradise where, I guess, 
you know, it's like a haven for survivors of this post-apocalyptic world. And in this world, you obviously have to deal with, like, your scavengers type people. But there's also these crazy-ass creatures that look straight out of a, uh, what's it called, a Studio Ghibli kind of movie. Kind of, Like, yeah. the most recent monster, like, the shark that was covered in water that had human hands. That shit looked straight out of some kind of Ghibli it situation. Looked, it looked like the when they cut off the head of that thing and Princess Mononoke and all the, like, Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. flowy things started popping out. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, like, it has that aspect. And then the other story is literally, like, a bunch of kids in this, like, like almost, like, school slash containment area where they don't see the outside. Yeah. And, like, these doctors are all like, hey, you're happy here. Don't worry about that. Stay where you're supposed to be. But, like, you know something weird going on. Yeah, but the kid, there's, like, a certain kid that's sick. And, and the, the kids, kids are weird. The kids, the kids are don't weird. know so, what's going on. Some and you don't know which kid's super, normal and which kid's not. Some of them have superpowers. It's it's strange, yeah. And, like, some of them I think are scheming. Some of them are not. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, it's fascinating. And then I also want to clarify, because the post-apocalypse, I think a lot of people have this idea. It's like... Oh, it's all fucked up, and there's nothing. They actually kind of have civilization still. Yeah, I think it's to the point it's where just like, like they're not like whatever happened to them that caused this to happen. I don't remember what caused it. Um, they haven't said yet. I think it's kind of done, right? Like it's not continuing to degrade society. It's already degraded. Yeah, it's just and like kind of figuring out a way to reestablish. It seems like it just kind of tore up all the infrastructure. The economy. So there's still, the so there's still like buildings and stuff, but they're just not making anything Correct. new. Yeah. And people have like established small civilizations. You have that one group they found that were farming. They were just living off the land. They were smoking a ton of weed. A bunch of hippies. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't right. love that? But. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, every episode, I'm just, like, drawn in. Like, I mean, you had that whole backstory of the main character who turns out to be a boy in a girl's body that they just kind of drop that story. I know they're going to come back to it, but that is just so intriguing because that's kind of their main arc. They're after the doctor who put them in this situation. Yeah. And by but, them, I mean one person. Because Well, she's after him, and the other guy's trying to get to Haven or Heaven or whatever. Yes, and she's his bodyguard. Yeah, which is interesting. And then... I, also, there's a whole bunch of stuff going in in Heaven, like, or Haven. I'm going to call it Haven, because Heaven probably sounds better in Japanese, but to us it sounds weird to be like... And they're going to Heaven, but anyway. Right. Um, so, in Haven, there's like... It seems like they're almost breeding these monsters or something. I and don't I, know. Again, and I don't even know if that's the same time, or if it's a post... It's a pre-story. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I've kind of low-key got this theory that it's like... I don't know. I'm spitting theories. I want to hear your theory too, but I'm spitting. I'm thinking that the post-apocalypse world—that's actually like a program, and then it's just got everybody's consciousness in it, and they're actually downloading their consciousness into the monsters as they kind of get a matrix made. Yeah, I'm thinking because that's the the only reason I think of that is because it's got that one cut in the like intro where like it's got all the wire like electrode things going through it and i'm like why does that keep coming up if there's all this real world stuff i feel like they're downloading people into these monsters but anyway i don't i don't know what are your thoughts it's it's frankly there's so much going on i don't know i don't want to expect anybody to necessarily have an answer but i've got like i'm starting to get theories and that's the fun of the and that's show the fun of the show right yeah that's what that's what's so fun you don't know but you want to know you're intrigued um I honestly think it's that the Haven world that they have with the kids is a precursor to the main story we're getting. But I could be wrong. I, I just, for some reason, I'm getting the vibe that, because, like, 
when we saw the most recent episode about like the the babies that they were like breeding, like it had what looked like the eyes that the beasts have. Yeah, on his I face. Think, and I, think I was they like, are the beasts. And yeah. I'm like, well, do those become the beasts down the line? So I don't know. I mean, that's just my theory. I need to look into what other people are thinking just because I'm curious too. But uh, honestly, this is probably my favorite of the season right now because it's it's just the right amount of everything. It's got a good OP, that too. Uh, the animation's great. The fight scenes are great because when they do fight these beasts, it's done well. It's very fluid. The beasts are pretty intriguing. So far, we've gotten three, I think. Two, three. Uh, the shark, the bird. You got the one that got the kid. And then... I guess, do you count the babies or whatever? No, I guess it's just two, then. I think it's like three, because the What's one... The, third? The, the invisible one that ate the kid, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah that that caused the, what is, the main character... That's where, die. yeah, that's where he had to get that's his true. brain transferred. Yeah, and that shit was just... Every every creature's unique. Every creature, like, is disturbing to me, too. Yeah. It's like some maddening shit. Like, if I saw that shark come out of the water, I, I'd literally shit my pants. <laughs> I'd be like, take me. Just end me, please. Yeah. That was a weird way for them to kill it, too. But anyway. Um, I like this show. To your point, we were making about Lost earlier. I just hope they stick the landing. Because <laughs> obviously, I it's it's really easy to be excited about a show when you don't know how it ends. But when it's a show that requires a bunch of revelations, and then you're like... And then once you find out, it can either make it or it can Correct. totally ruin Hopefully it. Hopefully they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which, yeah, we'll we'll just find out. Um, but yeah, that was a uh, what's it called? A heavenly De- heavenly delusion. Heavenly delusion. Definitely my uh, most uh, I would probably say um, recommendation of the season for me. So I would agree, generally speaking. But this is my other recommendation, and it is like on the total other foot. This is like we went from the hardest to describe to pretty much the easiest to describe. And it's actually kind of funny because yeah. it's also name wise yeah. on the opposite. Hell's, Hell's, Hell's paradise. paradise. We went from Heaven's Delusion to Hell's Paradise. Hell's Hell's Paradise. So, um, do you want to get into it or should I? Yeah. Go for it. I mean, yeah, Shonen. So, that's all I got to say. So I guess it's pretty much as Shoney as it gets. So basically. You got a bunch of criminals, baddest of the bad guys. Emperor's like, look, there's this island that's got this elixir of eternal life, but everybody we send there dies horribly. Uh, And in quote-unquote mysterious fashion. I don't know. They turn into flowers. It's weird. Anyway, so yeah, he's like, so do you want to go, do you want to go get that for me and we'll let y'all walk free? Yeah, the one person who gets it gets pardoned. Gets pardoned for everything. So now you've got a bunch of criminals on a death island fighting each other and whatever's on the island to get this elixir of life so they can get their pardon. Fucking go. That's basically yeah, it. That's, and in showing fashion, all the, ma- all the characters have crazy-ass abilities or, like, super assassins or have, like, insane, like, strength or some kind of, like, ability. And, like, you know, it's they're on this world where it's just full of mystique and dangerous things. So it's just chaos, right? And yeah. like you said, it's just as shonen-y as it can get, but it's still... And I, I've really enjoyed it. I like I like it. I think it hits all the high points of, of shonen. It hits, you know, the action. It hits the character designs. It hits the world building. All three of those, if you got that, I'm in. And yeah. it does. Yeah, I will say, I read the manga. I think I brought that up a few times. Um, it's pretty short, but at the rate they're going, I'm not sure if they're planning two seasons or if they're just going to wrap it in... One season, because honestly, the show has started slowing down a little more than I expected. 
So there might end up being two seasons of this show, which is cool by me. But I've loved the action. Obviously, the designs and the art are fucking amazing. The characters are entertaining. And also, I mean, I, I respect this show. Minor spoilers. I respect the show that's willing to kill off, like, over half their cast in the first, like, two or three episodes. First two episodes. And yeah, it surprised like, me. They killed off even, like, the good guys. Or, quote-unquote, like, one of the... the yeah, like they, the they introduced... Uh, the, yeah, they the introduced... The eye patch. The eye patch guy. Everybody was commenting online. It's like, can't believe he bit it, like, second yeah, episode. Yeah, dude, because I thought he was going to be more of, like, a drive for the main character, the side main character. Yeah. he was the one that kept giving her shit, and it's like, hey, you're not built for this. I thought he would end up being, like... Uh, a testament to her, but no, he's dead. Nope, he's gone. So, so, like, yeah, I, I do like that. Um, I think it was good because it's it gets to the point. Like, hey, these are five characters, the five main criminals that we care about. They're the only ones you should really be worried about. Don't worry about anybody else. Um, and it, it it was quick. Those first three, I think, three episodes were quick. Um, and that was my main complaint. I think, like, I I Gabamaru, I just I just feel like he transitioned from being this like cold-hearted devil kind of person i know he's not always like that but he transitioned to caring about his caretaker a little too quickly i think that's my main complaint like you know like this lady who came up to her uh, the, the one that was his executioner I, yeah i think that was always the kind of the biggest struggle is that like you get the arc that they're going for but it happens so fast You're yeah like, within yeah. like the first like battle he's like oh i gotta save her I don't want to save her because, you know, I need to focus oh, on my so life. But he's like, oh, but my feelings. And it's like, I, I mean, that's just the main plot. That's what's driving this plot is him with this relationship with her that reminds him of being with his wife, that his ultimate goal is to get it back to his wife. To be fair, I think it gets more interesting when they get the other characters involved because I'll be completely honest. I like the main character. I like his design and what he's able to do. He's not the most interesting character. He's kind of got, like, two modes. He's, like, conflicted and then, like, ass-kicking mode, you know. So, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of the dragon guy, which I think they probably had one scene. Oh, you know, it was badass. Yeah. Cut off his arm. Or yeah. Cut off his, like, Fuck. hand. He's like, yeah, he's like, Fuck. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, no, or, like, his whole story about, like, the guy who was like, oh, yeah, I'm sort of like a dragon. Oh, yeah? Fuck you! <laughs> So pull his mansion away. <laughs> yeah, so I cut yeah. his mansion in fucking half. What do you do about that? Yeah, uh, and all the characters are cool. Like, the, the one ninja lady who's, like, this cunning, like, just kind of evil slash mischievous Yeah, uh, definitely ninja. mischievous. She's pretty cool. Uh, and then the the other guy that's bandits that we found out that his caretaker actually is his brother because his brother infiltrated these, like, yeah, executioners. A lot I, I was like, on. what the fuck, dude? Like, I did not expect and then that. his brother seemingly abandoned him for, like, five seconds. I know. That was good. Anyway. But, but like, I found out that the creator of this was actually someone who was an assistant to the creator of Chainsaw Man. Yeah. So I can see the craziness. I can see the wild, like, like character designs and the wild, like, like or world building that we're getting here um, and how dark it can be. Like, it's, I mean, killing off people right away, not really worrying yeah. about that. I really like the story a lot, not only because of all that stuff. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but I like, I love a story that has a good idea of where it wants to end. This one does not drag it out. It's like, that's another. this thing. is our goal. We're going to hit it and we're done. Hit it and quit it. And I, I like that too. I like yeah. it when it's just straightforward. Two seasons is the perfect amount of seasons, I think, for an anime. Uh, for a story yeah. um, that you can, you know, leave me hanging midway and then end it. 
Um, so I'm liking where it's going, and I mean, we'll continue to see how it develops. But I mean, fuck, man, this is probably other than this and heavenly, <laughs> this and like heavenly delusion are the two ones of the season. I think probably. Yeah, I think for me, especially the new ones. Yeah. But uh, I guess we can move on to more low-key stuff. Uh, that was kind of the Shonen-y, like, action stuff. Um, but, you know, I think we have some decent variety now because we have a couple casual slash mate, an isekai in here, too, that, you know, we'll, we'll get to talk about. Uh, but uh, let's move on to the casual stuff. You, you right? said it doesn't count as an isekai because it's not, like, anyway, we'll talk about it. Well, we'll see. All right. But um, moving on, like I said, to the casual things, I'm going to start off with Insomniacs After School. This is a uh, one that I was interested in because it was literally Call of the Night Light. Yeah. Um, it was without all the weird innuendo slash you know vampire fantasy stuff. <laughs> this is more of a Call of the Night uh, slice of life. I Call of say. the Night Zero. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Without maybe it's before she turns into a vampire. Maybe you don't know. Yeah. Maybe they are vampires. Who knows? That is true. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's basically the same premise. Uh, a guy who can't sleep finds a girl who can't sleep. Uh, and they hang out at night. Um, they're students, so it's a cool like slice of life, like partly student life. Uh, they show a little bit of student stuff, but mostly it's about them getting over their insomnia that they have uh, and uh, getting, I guess, dealing with it together and with other people, other things, because they join, a, they find a place that they can hang out, but it turns out they can only use it for group activities, and that group activity, club activity that they do is uh, astronomy. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Astronomy. Because that lets them stay there. It's late. an observatory that yeah. they're in. Uh, I guess that, that detail is important. So they're like, hey, you can't be in here unless you're in a club. And they're like, oh, well, we are in a club. We're in an astronomy club. So I guess it works out for them that the best time to do astronomy is at night. That's when they're awake. Yep. Uh, that's convenient. And uh, yeah, so far I've really enjoyed it. Really cute. Really down to earth. Wholesome. Um, it definitely has a romantic feel, I think. I want to say the f- main characters are definitely leaning towards like the romance area. It's not pushing it, but you can tell there's a very good dynamic between them, and it yeah. seems a little. It seems natural. I like it. Um, I will say my first complaint was that it was a little fast. That they just kind of, but I think them bonding over having the same issue is a big deal, right? Yeah, I mean, insomnia is a tough one to deal with. So I feel like. If you met somebody and you, to, to accompany you with that, you would bond pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Especially or, you would, or you would want to, at least. Especially because, like, our main characters are not edgy. They're just insomniacs. Like, it's it's just... It's, that doesn't define them. Like, they still have their own yeah, way their of being. Yeah, their own interests. Yeah, yeah, they have their own interests. They have their own... Like, like the main character himself is nice. And the female main character, she's she's functioning better than he is. Um, and, you know, it has friends less of a... Not outcast, but less of an introvert than the other guys. Yeah. I, I like it so far. I am worried about what's going to happen down the line because it depends on how they play this. They can play it just super cutesy and just kind of them kind of like helping heal each other. Or they could go the super serious route. And if they do that way, like insomnia is actually a pretty f- tough thing to deal with if it's like seriously like insomnia. So I don't know which way they're going to go in. I'm kind of hoping it stays in the cutesy direction because I like my slice of life, relaxing kind of vibe. It could also get very serious. It could get into trauma. It could get into, like, what is causing your, you know, what yeah. is causing you to want to be out here instead of dealing with whatever else you've got going on in your life. Yeah. And there's there's a lot to unpack there. Um, personally, that's not my favorite type, but I, I think it's going to go down that lane eventually. 
So I'll be interested to see what happens. Uh, but this is a cute one, and I kind of like where it's going. What were you What were you about to say? That's a good take. Uh, I will admit that I like. I've had that same thought too. Like, hey, where is this going? Because I think the intro points to more of the latter than the former. Unfortunately for you, um, like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 the OP kind of looks like it. it there are going to be more emotional parts, and I think they're going to unpack a lot of baggage. I think, and I really am looking forward to that because it reminds me of one we watched last year, um, Dance Dancer. Like that one, like it was slice of life slash like like dancing, but it turned into a whole trauma, like dealing with like yeah, you know, kids being you know abused situation, and that got heavy. But I really enjoyed it. So I think that if they went that route, I would enjoy it more. It's funny that you know we're on opposite ends here. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily think I wouldn't enjoy it. I think it'll be good for the longevity of the anime, and I think it'll help it be a better anime overall. I just think that, like, for what I want out of the show right now, that's not what I was expecting. But, Fair enough. Okay, but gotcha. we'll see. I mean, frankly, th- that could make it. That could make it from like a good anime about people just hanging out together to be in a great anime about people solving problems. So yeah, yeah, yeah and right. that, that's what I'm hoping goes down the route because the next anime that we're going to talk about is actually the one that I'm getting my casual feels vibing with. I don't have to worry about stress as much. So Skip and Loafer. So am I crazy? Did you see my note? Yes. Okay, so yes. Am I, I crazy? <laughs> No, I don't think you're crazy. Go ahead and tell... Uh, so, I wrote in my notes, I was like, just verbatim, designs are good, I like the main character, and my kind of, I kind of get the Tina from Bob's Burgers vibe about the main girl, and I was like, because she's, she's kind of in that stage where she's like, not really totally obsessed over romance, but she's kind of got romance on the brain, and she's doing all these things, and she's trying to do well at them, and but she's getting different advice on how to do them. Yeah, and she doesn't know and like she, well, who to take. Yeah, like, she'll take a little bit of here, a little bit of there, especially yeah. episode one or two, where like he's like someone's telling her one thing, and she's like, "Hey, don't trust her," and she's like, "Oh," and she actually and she actually does a pretty good job at most of these things, but she does them in like a really weird way. Like I remember when she gave the speech, and they were like. So wait, she just memorized that whole fucking thing. I was, I was like, yeah. So she's she's an interesting, she's an interesting character. But I was just like, as I was watching, I was like, this is fucking Tina. <laughs> like, what is happening? Well, she's a little bit more extroverted than Tina. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I get fair. that. I think she's a little bit more out there because I do like that about her. She she still has her moments. I think some of them are internally, uh, but they're still good. And that's one thing I will say about this anime. Skip the loafer um, that I really enjoy is the like the interactions. I think the, the supporting cast is great. I don't think it's just driven by one main character, well, two main characters. Um, I think everyone around them helps them build like this dynamic because in a school situation, it's about this girl who moves from uh, just a small town girl living in a lonely world into like this big world um, mm. of of Tokyo. She was making um, her way downtown. She was yeah. She went downtown, yeah. got lost on the subway. Um, yeah. But uh, she came from this small town, went to a big city for school, and she's dealing with that. And that's the basis of it meets new people, wants to enjoy her time. And that's what I like about it. It's realistic. It's not like, I want to be, I want to make a thousand friends. No, she just wants to do well in school and she wants to make friends. It's not like over the top. And that's still fine. There's animes that do that. And yeah, I'm not yeah, mocking yeah. them for that, but it's just a little bit more in reality. Um, well, I, I think you like the, like, 
this is one of those where anybody could take elements of this character and just be like, oh, I totally get that. Correct. Yeah. I don't think we're all 100% this character, but you could definitely pick some things out that this character does and you're like, oh, I get that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like every, I think every character is, is realistic. Like that's the one thing I do like the animations and the way that it's, it's like structured, like the interactions between characters, even side characters, all of their interactions seem so genuine and so real. Like there was one misunderstanding between this girl who like, you know, doesn't necessarily like preppy, cute girls. And this one girl who is a preppy, cute girl, but she's more down to earth than people know. And they kind of come together through an understanding after having a misunderstanding, but it's not blown up over the top. It's not f- drama fueled. It's not like, I don't want to talk to you for like three episodes and then we'll come back and make up. It was like, hey, we had a discussion. We understood that we had differences. Let's see if we can make, you know, make do and make friends. And it seems so realistic. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then also the animations look realistic. Like just one of the characters like smiles was just like, it was so, it just looked like a person. I don't know. It just, it didn't look over the top anime. Sometimes it's nice to get that down to earth yeah, part as well. I get that. I mean, I feel like, I'll be completely honest, I don't know how to describe it, but this is like your kind of art style, where it's yeah, not... Yeah, it's, it's soft. It's, it's like very soft, it's very light on the lines, it's also very kind of like human, they don't use like really dark colors, they're kind of light on the lighter side and on the normal palette side, mm-hmm. so it doesn't come off as like big shadowy, kind of like everything neutral. seems... Everything's neutral or bright, and it kind of gives you this kind of easygoing vibe about everything. Yeah, and I think that fits well with Slice of yeah. Life, right? Like, yeah. I don't want that for a shonen, right? I just, like... No. That, right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, it fits right. It feels warm. That's what I like. And uh, I've, I've enjoyed this. I, I really have. I think this is something that people... Sh- I would recommend this, and I think people would be surprised how, how nice they would enjoy... How much they would enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this is a good show. I don't think this is going to set the world on fire. No. It's a... It's a good show, and it's a cute show that everybody can enjoy. So, all right. Next up. Speaking of shows that everyone can and is uh, enjoying. Did we, did we say that, like, Heavenly Delusion and uh, Hell's Paradise were the two that we would recommend this season? We must have forgot about this one. I so. don't think I would recommend this one. It's Inazakai. I don't want to recommend this one. Oh, uh, here we go. But I like it. All right, so how do you want to describe Oshinoko? It's not an isekai. You've said it yourself... It is an isekai, dude. This is bullshit. You're the one who said that if you get reincarnated in your own world, that's not an isekai. <laughs> I, that's think, your, I think... I'm going off your definition. based off our isekai episode, that's what I heard. That's, that's the consensus. I could have sworn that was the consensus. And future traveling is not an isekai. So Tokyo Avengers is not an isekai. Okay. Uh, that's what they said. I've, a lot of people said that traveling time and coming back and stuff like that, not in Isaka. So, I don't... It is weird. It is not like other Isakais where you're in a different world. You're just in a different body, right? Yeah. So, the premise is this doctor who likes... Who is, like, enamored with this idol in a, in a, in a normal way. Um, I don't know. They teen touch, idol. They touch on that. He's a weirdo, but not like in a. Oh, I love this woman. Like more like a. He's uh, not a pedophile. He has a reason, right? He's not a pedophile. We're pretty sure. Anyway, well, so I this idol. Uh, she's an up and coming idol, really popular, beautiful, sings well, lot a lot a lot. Uh, he he's enamored by her. He wants to, you know, he's kind of he's a doctor. He wants uh, to have her babies. Not he that. Not that uh-huh. way. But uh, anyway, it turns out that she ends up becoming one of his patients in the middle of this nowhere town that he works in. Uh, and apparently, she wants to keep it secret from the world because she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Ruin her uh, business. Having twins, apparently. So, uh, and she has kids. 
But before that, the doctor ends up dying before, like, the day getting that she's killed. having her kids. Yeah. He ends up getting Aya killed. Stalker. Yeah. Uh, that's more detail. But, yeah, it turns out to be some stalker of I.E., mean, the it's, idol. It's pretty You find out. Um, anyway. And you find out that he gets reincarnated as I's baby. One of the babies. Um, yeah, I know. That's a lot. Uh, and, and that's then, basically the story. Uh, there are some twists and turns. I don't want to give one of the major spoilers away because I think this first episode was fantastic. Well, I think low key, just to get it out there. I mean, eventually their goal is to also is to become stars. I guess they, sort of, yeah. In yeah, a way, so, so that's I just want to put that. They out They become there. adults, or no, uh, I guess like young adults slash uh, older yeah, teenagers, teenagers, and they're in the industry as well. Yeah. And from what I understand, this show is about getting a good look at the industry itself. So far, they've already kind of touched on it, like how idols have to do all this work. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah. How acting doesn't always pay out. Like how, it's, how you how acting is not just about being a good actor. It's about looking good or playing politics or doing exactly. all this other like stuff. they touch on a little yeah. bit. Like it's not just like the glam of acting. It's not just the downside of acting. It's everything. So I think that's one of the major components of this story. And that's kind of what drives the story. It's not a isekai, I want to be the best actor. It's a isekai, there are other things going on. And the main character, who I would unquote call the main character, Aqua, who is the doctor reincarnated, he has ulterior motives you know, in his quest to become an actor. Yes. So, uh, so it's a lot. The first episode is a lot, too. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, right? so they, you, they basically make you watch a movie. So there you go. It's three episodes, basically. It's a But I think it is a wonderful episode. Like, yeah. it, I was just blown away by the end of it. I was just like, wow. Like, I just... Because it's a prologue. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a prologue. Yeah. Um, but it's a damn good one. Um, and it kind of goes over everything we just said. I definitely recommend it. I was just joking about the Isekai thing. I, I guess it is Isekai because he's still... I, what I like about Isekai is that I've said before is that when the character gets reincarnated, he still kind of keeps his mindset of his original life. Mm -hmm. Which I guess he kind of does because he... Well, I guess he doesn't really. He keeps his knowledge, but he doesn't really know much about the industry to begin True, with. True, but like in the prologue when they were kids, it was more funny because like... They had their wits about them, right? They yeah. weren't just babies. They had like they could talk. They used that to scheme against people. He became this child, like that was almost a prodigy because he which, was smarter the, than his own good. Which can I just say, what the fuck was that director doing? The director's like, yeah, this child is fucking talking to me. What does this two year old want? I know, right? Like, <laughs> what is this? But uh, but anyway, yeah. I mean, cutting to it, yeah. I think this is going to be one of the top shows of the season, if not the top show of the season. It's fantastic. And I think it's kind of hard for people to wrap their heads around because the story, like Ozzy pointed out, it's a lot. Um, but I think it's one of the more unique stories, and I think it's kind of it's one of those. I don't I don't even really know if it would fall under Shonen, but the way they play it is kind of like Shonen, where everything's a battle within the industry to kind of make progress or get a acting role or do some such thing, and I. I think a lot of people like that they can kind of compare their real life to kind of like this battle or this struggle. And, of course, people are always fascinated by stars and the idol industry and, you know, yeah, acting that. and that. So this is, a, this is a really, I think a lot of people, if you're thinking about it too much, if you're just like, I don't know that that would be in my alley, I would just say, give it a shot, you know. I don't even necessarily know that you need to watch. I, frankly, I was kind of hooked after the first 30 minutes of the opening episode. I know an hour twenty, you know, an hour twenty is a lot, but you know, it's. I surprisingly was not hooked until the very end. Um, yeah. Like, 
I thought I did not expect that twist. I thought that that's where they may go, but I wasn't. I, it took me by surprise that it was that quickly. I honestly mm-hmm. thought it would have been like near the end of episode of the first season, yeah. not the prologue. Yeah, but it, it's kind of like the prologue to Gundam. It sets up the the actual story, right? Right, right. So, so and that's fine. And that's hooked me because it completely turns it on its head. It's not an isekai about becoming the best actor. It's something else. Like, just watch it. I don't want to spoil it for you because it's such a good first episode. Um, but I will say it's more drama and more, you know, like supernatural. Maybe I don't know. Like. I hesitate to call it supernatural. Yeah, I mean, it's only supernatural by the fact I would that it's almost, I would compare it probably more to that, I can't even remember the name of it, that one that we watched a few seasons ago where the guy got reincarnated at the school to like try and become a better artist or whatever, director. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. Re, uh, it was almost like a re-life. Was re, it re- re-life, yeah. Re-creator. Something like that. Yeah, he became, a, he became a video game designer. Yeah, so I would compare it to more like that where it's like, this guy basically got a new chance in life, and he didn't necessarily want to go down this path, but he's going down this path, and he's going to make the most of the opportunity. Yeah, but it was it was drama field, right? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't just like your normal isekai. And I think, like you said, this one's going to be one of the better ones this season. I can see why. I am interested. I am intrigued. Um, definitely a recommend here. Yeah. I would definitely check it out. And frankly, I don't know why I need to say that. The entire internet is checking it out as we speak. It's the number one on... Pretty much everything. So. Yeah, it is probably the favorite right now. I can see why. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't know anything about it, so that's even better, right? Yeah. And, I mean, I think that's what we got so far. I'm sure there's a few others out there. Yeah, um, just, to, just to say real quick, uh, the two that I've left off that I have not gotten to was Vinland Saga and um, Well, we, talked, we did talk about it. We talked about it, but I myself haven't watched it. I do want to watch it. Um, and then the other one was called Home Hero, which is uh, a, a straight drama. But it's yeah. just, it is a heavy drama from what I understand. But uh, I, I do want to get to it. There is also Dr. Stone, but I mean, I'm, I'm so far behind on Dr. Stone, I don't know that I'm catching up at this point. So Fair. if that's what you're into, it's out there. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think that gives us a good wrap up for it's a loaded anime. season, yeah. Yeah, but. We have more good anime ahead of us because that gives us a transition to our manga option. Zombie 100. It comes out in July, right? Comes out, yeah, it's coming out almost next season. It's coming out next season. Next season, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we read Zombie 100, which is a manga about, well, Ozzy, it was your first time reading it. Why don't you describe it? It's pretty basic. Um, It's a manga about one guy. In a world where he live, where he works in this never-ending, what he calls a black company, where which is a real thing. Is that what is that an actual term in in uh, Japan? In Japan, is. yeah, I know that the work culture is worse there, but it's essentially where the work culture is: you work twenty-four-seven and you get no free time. People kill themselves over this. Um, so he's kind of in this setting, and literally day one, he's like, "I wish he was watching a zombie movie." He's like, "These guys have it better than me." I would easily rather be in a zombie apocalypse than go to work. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to work. Well, lo and behold, zombies are out and about. He's like, what the hell's going on? And he's ecstatic. Basically, he's the happiest he's ever been because he doesn't have to go to work and there's zombies everywhere. Yeah, and basically the 100 comes in as he basically makes a list of 100 things he wants to do before before, before he dies. Yeah, Yeah, basically. basically. Um, yeah, a list 
and then it's about just completing that list, I guess. And yeah, uh, yeah that's that's the I, premise. I like the premise. I will say, reading back through it, a lot more perverted than I remember it being. But uh, I was, yeah, I love this story because it's kind of like, I mean, we've all had those days. I don't think it's as bad as Japan over here, but we've all had those days where it's like, I would rather be doing anything other than work. Like, I mean, I yeah. would not rather be getting attacked by zombies, but yes, I, I, I know the feeling, right? I don't want to go to work. I dread it. Yeah. And it's just funny seeing that in this way. Like, he's literally, like, smiling his ass off as he's driving away from these zombies saying, this is the best day of my life. I've never felt so free as he's being, you know, chased down. And, like, he he goes through, like, these situations where he's, like, he, like, he's, like, the first few chapters, he he does his, like, first top five things, just, like, confess to the woman he he loves which turns out to be a zombie, zombie which yeah. he moves on pretty quickly it's just funny like it it's not really meant to be a downer at the moment and but i really like it they do a good job of mixing the downer with the upper stuff because like a lot of sad stuff does happen but they kind of like just roll with it in a way where it's like even though this is sad it's just like well you know we gotta keep moving on with yeah, our okay, lives so yeah so yeah. There, there are like moments where he like connects with a girl he meets uh when they're at this uh Air attendant, uh, airline attendant party uh, that they happen to mm-hmm. have in the middle of a mall. Um, I think like that was maybe chapter ten, and he ends up connecting with this girl. They end up like really like discussing about their dreams because you know he's trying to chase after a dream and literally dies as soon as he meets her. And it's like that sucks, but he moves on. Or yeah. like his um, he has a moment where his neighbors that he was like obviously friendly with. He would see them every day, be like, they would be freaking out. It was kind of a comedy thing. He would be by, he would come by and be like, "Hey, I'm going to the convenience store." As he's crawling up a wall. I did, I did want to point out because I don't know if you caught that. They had a side chapter that shows that they actually survived. You know that, right? I didn't read that side chapter. No, it's like ten point six. They survived. They must have not uploaded no. on, the, on the on the chapter that I watched. Yeah, yeah but no, like because uh, they actually. They actually decided they get inspired by him, and they decide they're going to go travel the world. So they're like. Well, I guess we're going to the airport to steal plane, and then they're like, "We, I hope we bump into him on the way over there." And they're actually doing. Oh, great. that's great! That's even, awesome. like, that's even but, more awesome. Yeah. But I no, the side stories. This is going to be a great anime because of the side stories. A, those are always after credit ones that are yeah. perfect, and then just like the episodic feel, like every chapter is like a new goal, and you can draw it out a little bit by having like you know just the chapter where he meets the flight attendants. Like that can be two episodes. Or because, you know, at one point the, the male flight attendant turns yeah. into a zombie. Like, I just see this being adapt, adapting very well. I love the story. I laugh my ass off. His friend, um, his like, oh, uh, comedian new, slash dude, guy. is literally oh just a gag where he just gets naked. And he, like, keeps him in check. Like, he's kind of like like the like the main character isn't a down-on-his-luck kind of guy. I like it. He's like, he's, like, trying to enjoy his life. He's not being, like, put down. Like... There's no reason for me to dislike the main character, and that's usually rare. Well, I, I think in a weird way, he's kind of like Genji. He's not obviously not in the same boat, but he's that's kind of why it's so, he's so upbeat is because he's yeah. like, I just went from the worst possible scenario ever. Nothing's going to bring me down right now. So, that's yeah. true. Um, I can't relate. I don't know what that's like. but uh, Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously there's a woman character who I'm not really sure about her yet. Uh, she's more of the cold calculating type, which doesn't really, I don't think, adds anything to the team. But we'll see. I mean, I think she's starting to open up a little bit more yeah. to him. But, um, I mean, I, I really am excited for this anime. Yeah. I mean, they, this is a, a good shonen slash gag situation. And I think this is a good, like, 
we get two seasons and we're done. Yeah, the English translated manga only went so far, so I don't know what else oh, it developed. But there were some interesting characters that were introduced. So like, there's some, more, there's another female character. There's some more long term characters. There's like an anti group, you know, the kind of where it's like, man, we hated everything, so now we're just gonna fuck everything up. So yeah, it is. So there's a lot more going on in the story. But I do love the gags, and I love the creativity of the writer. I fucking love the one where they're in the aquarium, and they see the zombie shark. And they're yeah, like, he comes out, there's yeah. zombies in his body. Yeah, they, he ate some people, and so they grow his legs, and they stick their legs out of his stomach. I'm like, what the fuck? And the art is sweet. Like, the of the manga so far, like, everything is clean. The zombies are, thro- are drawn so well, very grotesque. Like... It doesn't miss at all, and um, there's a lot of like hard work and love put into this manga, and I hope it translates into the anime. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think I think depending on how the art style works, I think this is going to be a great anime. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and that brings us to our recommendation of this week, which is Moonlit Journey Across Another World. So this one. Is another anime. It's an isekai. Ozzy's Ozzy's favorite. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but this one is. Uh, I'm actually not sure. I feel like we've read this one before, but I, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't fucking remember. Um, I'm actually running out of anime. I'm running out of manga to give because they keep getting adapted into anime. But anyway, this one's about. The main character, basically, his parents were from another world. They ended up on Earth as, like, a whole thing. So the goddess of the other world takes him back. Um, But she realizes that he's ugly. And she's all about beauty. Doesn't like him. Dumps him with a bunch of monsters. And the story kind of goes from there. It's it's an interesting ride, I will say. It's another one of those where it's kind of like a civilization-building story. More so than it is about just the... Wait, I think we read this one, man. I think this is the one where he gets put back on a bus and his bus gets attacked by dragons. No. Different one. God damn it. It's the same one. No. I swear that's the same one, dude. I'm about the one, to he gets, he one. gets put on a bus? Like, he... No, that's the, that's the like, everything dies in one kit that guy, right? Oh, yes. That's the, that's that's the instant kill effort. one. Yes. It sounded very similar, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this one is, uh, this one's a weird one, but I do like it, and... I think this is obviously people liked it enough in the anime that it got a second season. I okay. Was, I will say the anime burnt with super fast. They had twelve episodes, and I think they got up to like chapter seventy or eighty already. Wow, so. that's really quick. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think it was very popular, and I guess I wanted to see your take before the second season came out. Let's do it. All righty. And that's all we got. So. Yeah, that was a very heavy episode, a uh, long episode there with a lot of anime this season. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, giving our final thoughts down the road. Fuck, dude, there's so many anime. Damn. I, I honestly, I think we're going to have to drop a few just to see because there's so many I'm going to see if things. I can keep up with them. I, I really do enjoy a lot of them. Uh, might have to, uh, may not cover everything, but we'll definitely uh, check back in. All right. But yeah, thanks as always to our listeners for tuning in. You can send us an email at raleighanime at gmail.com. Uh, F that. And, uh, be sure to tell us, you know, what you think. Uh, if you see any anime that you want us to watch or any manga that Woody we need manga, to Any manga, yeah, since you're running out, like you said. And uh, if you're in the Raleigh area, make sure you go to Animazement. That's coming at the uh, end yeah, of this month. Animazement right? 2023, uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend at the Raleigh Convention Center. Hell Check yeah. it out. We, we, they need to pay us if we're advertising for them. We're so. not. They're not going to pay us, man. All right. But anyway, 
Talk, until then, guys, y'all have a good one. Later.